pick up at the bottom of 143b, Kofimim Gimam Abet, we were in the middle of a brighter. Uh, the brighter, just in pertinent part, uh, was talking about squeezing fruits. Uh, we said there were actually three types of vegetables, just even before we get to the actual brighter itself. Uh, we said yesterday that there were three types of fruits, um, three groups. Uh, one is olives and grapes, which we said are always designated for squeezing. Uh, then there are types of fruits. Uh, in the times of Gomorrah that were never designated for squeezing. Uh, and then there was kind of an intermediate uh, level we mentioned yesterday that was um, tutim and ramonim, which are a type of berry, a strawberry, a, 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 a mulberry, uh, etc., and, uh, and a pomegranate uh, that uh, is, uh, were actually sometimes uh, used for squeezing and then sometimes used for eating. Uh, as it stands today, as we mentioned, uh, well, firstly, as we said, the, uh, in terms of uh, dorata, uh, olives and grapes are never allowed to be squeezed out. Uh, uh, Drabanan uh, is the second category, these mulberries or strawberries and, and pomegranates. Uh, those are sometimes, that's rabbinically not allowed to be squeezed out. And the third group, uh, if you never squeeze them out, uh, is would be allowed to be squeezed out today. I think the times have changed. Almost anything is able to be squeezed as a juice. Uh, you can even have things like celery carrots, uh, cranberry, even things like that, which you don't think uh, are, are able to be uh, squeezed. Uh, in the olden days, they weren't. At least uh, today, they very much are. Uh, kind of thing that might uh, not be uh, squeezed out, for example, might be dates. Uh, you would uh, no one, no one drinks a date juice. So maybe things like that. That would be, uh, if you could somehow squeeze, there's not much moisture in them, but if you could somehow squeeze uh, liquid out of that, that might be allowed these days. In any case, going back to the brighter, uh, Rabbi Huda had said that uh, if you squeeze mulberries uh, or pomegranates, uh, it says if, uh, if you do that and you brought them in as food, uh, what comes out of them is allowed. Uh, if you brought them in for liquids, and he also says lestam, uh, uh, just for any uh, some unspecified purpose, uh, then it is uh, it's something that what comes out of them is not allowed. That's what Rabbi Huda said. Uh, the rabbis had said it doesn't make a difference, food or liquids, uh, what comes out of them is not allowed. Okay, uh, the question is now, now we have to examine Rabbi Huda. Stam Asher. The question is about his stam position, where he brought it in for an unspecified thing. Uh, is that not allowed? And uh, we're going to get to the question. We're going to quote a Mishnah, a Mishnah in uh, a, a, that uh, discusses uh, the, the cases of uh, these. Uh, you know what what is defined as uh, tame, uh, and uh, it's it's a Mishnah. And then you know it, it's only going to get to the real question. Uh, in, you know only on the next daf. So it's it's quite an involved question. Vatanan. So we learned in a Mishnah. Chalav isha matame l'ratzon v'shelo l'ratzon. Chalav bahema. Uh, the Mishnah says as follows, uh, woman's milk, okay, uh, that obviously comes out of her, is, is terms, uh, in terms it's defined as a liquid and makes things tame, whether it comes out of her ratson, uh, willingly, or shalor ratson, even unwillingly. Uh, but as well, in terms of an animal, uh, it's only uh, it come, if it comes out of the animal, uh, for ratson purposes, in other words, that you'd want it to come out. What are we talking about here? A bit of introduction, two points of introduction. Uh, the first one 
is that uh, not everything uh, is, is able to make uh, something else Tameh. There are seven liquids uh, that the rabbis have defined uh, as something uh, able to make something else susceptible to Tumah. Uh, the the, nacre, the um, an, uh, an, uh, uh, the an acronym uh, for the, for them, I think that's the, the word I'm looking for. Uh, in other words, the mnemonic. Sorry, the mnemonic for uh, for all of those things uh, is what's known as Yad Shachat Dam, uh, which spells out Yad is Yain, uh, is the Yud for Yain. Uh, Dalit is the uh, for uh, Dam. Uh, blood as well is as uh, as wine. Uh, if it gets on a fruit, will make it susceptible to tumor. Uh, Shachat is uh, spelled the Shin is Shemen. Uh, the the Chet is uh, chalav is is milk, uh, and the 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 taf is the um, sorry the tet is tal is dew, and then the dam is the the dalad is dvash, and the mem is mayim. So so you know honey and water as well. If any of those liquids uh, get onto something else like a fruit, uh, it will make it susceptible to tumor. So we see uh, chalav uh, the milk is part of. Uh, that process. So we say uh, a woman's milk, uh, therefore, so that, that's the first thing. And the second thing that we have to understand uh, is that uh, generally only if something is goes on, uh, something that you would want it to go on, uh, makes it susceptible to tumour. Uh, but um, we're saying here uh, is that uh, the, this, uh, this, this woman's uh, this milk from a woman's breast uh, would be, uh, you know, is, is defined as a liquid, whether it comes out uh, out of her intentionally or not intentionally. Okay, uh, that is that is that. Still on the Mishnah, Amar Rabbi Akiva, Kavachomer. He says it is a Kavachomer. It says Ma Chalev Heisha, a woman's milk. Sheinu Miyuchad Ela LeKatanim. A woman's milk is obviously only designated for young children. Metame Raton for Raton. He says if it is Metame whether it comes out of the woman uh, voluntarily or involuntarily, it doesn't make a difference. Uh, he says, uh, He says, milk that comes out of an animal, uh, cow's milk is drunk by everyone, old people, young people, doesn't make a difference. He says, logically, uh, Surely that should come out, uh, this, this animal's milk uh, should be at least as strong as the woman's milk. In other words, it should uh, make something tough. Uh, whether or not it comes out voluntarily or involuntarily. And the law, the rabbis respond. Uh, we, we, a woman's milk is one thing uh, it comes out of her not willingly because the, the blood of her wound uh, is, uh, would, would, is defined as a liquid as well human blood uh, is defined as a, uh, a, a, a one of the liquids as we said that was a dam is one of the seven liquids uh, blood from a human wound is defined as blood uh, as a liquid as one of the liquids that make people tameh, uh, but that's as opposed to uh, the uh, the milk of an animal uh, is is not like that. Uh, it says shaloraton if it comes out involuntarily. Why shidam magavata tahor because the 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 animal's wound, uh, the blood of an animal's wound uh, won't make a tameh. Only blood of an animal shkita actually ends up being tameh because uh, that is defined as water. There's a longer, uh, brighter. It's a much uh, bigger, uh, dealt with in much more depth, depth in Nida, uh, but for our purposes now, we're just extracting uh, what we need.
Okay, so that's the rabbi's retort. They say, listen, an animal's blood uh, of its wound is not considered significant at all. Uh, so therefore, that's why the, the milk of the animal is, uh, is, is also not significant if it comes out uh, inadvertently. Obviously, if you want it, uh, then you've given it importance and chashivot, uh, and that means that it is able to matame um, uh, someone. Amalehim, so uh, Rabbi Akiva is now retorting to them, uh, He says, I am uh, I'm more stringent with milk uh, as, and then with blood. What happens if you uh, bring out, take out milk for medicinal purposes? You milk this animal for uh, therapeutic or medicinal purposes. Tame, uh, that is defined as tame. Hamazik durfua tahor. If you uh, if you let blood uh, for for those type of purposes, uh, it is uh, it is not uh, any good. Okay, so that uh, if you you know medicinal purposes uh, is not defined as a liquid uh, in terms of that. Okay. So that is, uh, you know, that, that that that's what he said uh, in terms of, uh, you know, refuah tame mazik refuah tower. If you take this, um, uh, you know, the um, if you take out milk for medicinal purposes, it is tame uh, of an animal. is If you take out blood out of an animal, tahor, uh, it is tahor. Okay, Amrilo, the rabbis retort, sali zaitem anavim yochichu. Uh, terms of uh, a basket of olives and grapes uh, will show that that is not a good proof. Uh, if you the, the milk, uh, oh, sorry, the, the juice that gets squeezed out of the olives and grapes will show that uh, that you know it it, it will uh, make something else impure. Uh, however, shalorarton torin, but something that comes out of them uh, by mistake or that you're not happy with uh, is pure. It does not make a thing. So even though uh, liquid would uh, generally uh, coming out of something would make it impure. Uh, if it doesn't come out, uh, it shows that uh, that you wanted it to come out. I.e., if it comes if it comes out, so that uh, if it's there that you wouldn't want it, uh, it makes it um, uh, you know uh, impure. Okay. So uh, only if it comes out that you wanted it, sorry, that it will, it will be uh, make something susceptible to tumor. All right. So the Gemara says, "My love, Leratzon." So now uh, we, we just defining this. We we quoted the whole Mishnah, and now we start developing the question. My love, Leratzon, Denichale. When it says it comes out voluntarily, it means that you are happy with it. Denichale, you are uh, happy with it coming out. Shalor Leratzon. When it says it comes out involuntarily, uh, it means bestama. Uh, that means the case of stam, where it just happened to be there. Uh, if that is the case, uh, so then if that is the case, uh, we have the following issue. Uh, when it comes to olives and grapes, uh, we say that uh, generally those are done for squeezing. They're part of the fruits that are, are we said, those the two types of fruits that are always squeezed. Uh, so what are we saying here? In terms of that, uh, if the liquid comes out of them, uh, you know, just involuntarily, it is nothing. It's low clum. Uh, it's it's not. Uh, you, you're not uh, happy with it, and it's got no significance at all. Tutim morning, That second category of fruits, the 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 mulberries and the pomegranates, low benaiskitaninu. They're not generally squeezed, but they can be squeezed. Of course, can how much more so? 
the liquid that comes out of them uh, won't make uh, food uh, susceptible to tumah. And the Gemara says, "Law l'raton b'stama." You know, so in other words, uh, if, you know that that would be a problem to Rabbi Huda. And the, the Gemara answers uh, two answers. One, uh, law, uh, we say no l'raton b'stama. Really, what it means is that uh, that if it comes out, raton uh, means that even in the case where you have no intention, you haven't explicitly uh, given an intention. Shalolaraton, meaning that what shalolaraton means, the galay adata. In other words, when you say I don't want this to come out, uh, you specifically make this um, statement. It's an explicit statement uh, that you that you don't want uh, the juice to come out, and you're not happy uh, with it coming out. In other words, uh, that is the case of shalolaraton and 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 stam a stam data, where you just uh, say where you don't say anything. That is uh, assumed that you want it to come out. Law nechali. In other words, in the second case, uh, you say here that we don't want something to happen. You actually explicitly uh, say it that you don't want it to happen. That's the first. Ca- uh, that's the first answer. Ibatema. Another answer would be shani vanavim. In terms of a basket of grapes and olives, uh, it says kavan liibud kaime. What we're talking here is a wicker basket, and uh, any juice that comes out of them will get absorbed into the the wicker uh, or, or just drip through the wicker and therefore get lost. Uh, you have said that you have no intention of, uh, of, of having this uh, thing. You're not, you, don't, uh, you don't have any intention uh, for it as well. Okay. Um, so Ashkakan Rabbi Huda Demode Rabbanan. So those are the two answers now. Ashkakan Rabbi Huda Demode Rabbanan Bazaitimanavim. So we see that Rabbi Huda agreed to the rabbis in terms of olives and grapes uh, that you wouldn't be allowed to do it even if the liquid comes out uh, unintentionally. Okay, even on, if it happens on Shabbat, uh, it would not be any good. We've left the tumah part of it now uh, and we go back to Shabbat. Rabbanan Demode Rabbi Huda and the rabbis agree in the case of Rabbi Huda Bashar. Pilot uh, and with you know Minalan. Uh, the question is though, you know, in, in terms of we see that Rabbi Huda agrees, everyone agrees then uh, that the first case with um, olives and grapes, that uh, any liquid that comes out of them because they're squeezing designated fruits, uh, we say that then it wouldn't be allowed. Uh, and uh, we see the question is though, we bounce back now and we say the rabbis. Uh, in terms of Rabbi, uh, Rabbi Huda uh, with other fruits, okay, the third category of fruits uh, with other fruits that are not ever squeezed. Uh, where do we see that uh, they would agree with Rabbi Huda? Titania, as we learned in Abrata, Sochatin, Pagarim, Uva Prishim, Uva Azridin, the juice of uh, plums. Quinces and these crab apples, uh, you are allowed to uh, squeeze those on Shabbat. These are, are, are defined as um, uh, things that are never, ever squeezed. So if you're doing the, the squeezing for them, uh, that is defined as totally abnormal. Okay, aval lo berimonim, you're not allowed to squeeze pomegranates. Why? Shabbat Menashe ben Menachem. This people of Menashe ben Menachem, hayu sochatin berimonim. They used to squeeze pomegranates. So we see the rabbis agree uh, with Rabbi Huda with other fruits uh, that uh, there's no problem with that. So agree with category one uh, that Rabbi Huda agrees with the rabbis that it would be forbidden and uh, the rabbis agree with Rabbi Huda uh, that it would be permitted uh, in category three.
the question is, well, we'll see about, you know, what about, and, and category two is where they disagree. Um, and the Gemara says, Mimadu uh, you know, maybe, you know, where do we see that this Brata has to go like the Rabbis? Duman Rabbi Huda, maybe it is uh, just Rabbi Huda. Tavinami Rabbi Huda, no, we say Rabbi Huda would agree uh, with that as well. It doesn't make a difference. I'm a Dishma, Layla Rabbi Huda. Where do we heard that Rabbi Huda, Yatsu Ma'atman? That's only when the juice comes out by themselves. Shokatin Lechachila, Mishma'atla. He says, listen, uh, that's only juice that drips out. Uh, the squeezing lechatkila. Uh, who would who would you know who would ever who would ever say such a thing? Would you be allowed to squeeze it? No. Ella. Uh, in other words, all Rabbi Huda is allowing is uh, something that that inadvertently comes out of it. That might be allowed as long as it's not from grapes and pomegranates. Ella uh, So therefore, how would you have to interpret this kavan to love ninu? All these fruits are completely ones that are totally uh, not allowed to be, you know, n- not normally squeezed at all. So we would say even uh, uh, initially you would be allowed to squeeze them. This could even go like the rabbis. Because they are so uncommon uh, as to be squeezed. You could even say that could could be squeezed initially. Shmamina, Ravanani, Shmamina. So therefore, this brata does go like the rabbis, and we don't have to uh, squash it into just the opinion of Rabbi Huda. Okay, uh, we go back to the brata. We quoted Shabbat Menashe Bar Menachem, this house of Menashe Ben Menachem. Are you sochatin b'rimonim? They would squeeze uh, pomegranates. I'm a Rabbi Nachman. Halacha Kushel Beit Menashe Ben Menachem. The, it's, uh, the, the halacha goes like uh, Menashe ben Menachem. Uh, that, in other words, that uh, pomegranates are squeezed. They squeeze pomegranates, so therefore, that is uh, the, the issue is that uh, pomegranates can be squeezed, uh, and therefore, you wouldn't be allowed to squeeze it on Shabbat because there, is, there are people that squeeze pomegranates. Uh, so Amalai Ravala of Nachman, so Rava says to Rav Nachman, you know, in surprise, he says, Menashe ben Menachem, Tanahu, you're quoting him like he's a Tanahu. No, he's just a, a person in a household. He's just an individual. Uh, you, know, you can't quote him like he's a tanner that's got a, he's, uh, you know, the strong opinion. Maybe we slightly adjust it. We say halacha ki ha tana. The halacha goes like the 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 tana that holds the sava like kushal menashe ben menachem holds like the opinion of menashe ben menachem. Mishum the sava k'menashe ben menachem halacha k'moto. Just because he holds like this individual uh, that that seems to be you know squeezing pomegranates, uh, the halacha would go like him menashe ben menachem harei hurba dalma. How could you know we can't consider. Uh, this Menashe ben Menachem to be uh, the majority of the world uh, that doesn't make sense. In other words, one person's uh, particular uh, idea of, of how to behave uh, doesn't govern the rest of the world, uh, and and therefore just because he, you know, he decides to squeeze pomegranates doesn't mean everyone uh, squeezes pomegranates. Uh, that is the question, and the Gemara says, in no, uh, even if it is just an individual, uh, it works. How so? Did none, as we learned in a Mishnah, Hamakayim uh, Kotim 
if you keep these uh, thorns in a vineyard, Kadesh, he says that is defined, uh, it literally means holy over here, but it, it really means holy in the negative sense. You, you have defined this as Kilei HaKerem. Uh, you're not allowed to plant uh, vegetables in a vineyard uh, and, and uh, things like that and fruit. Uh, and we see that even thorns, which are generally not edible, uh, are, are defined as a mixture, defined as Kilaim Chachamim, Ramim, Einam Kadesh. Um, uh, the rabbis say only things that people usually keep uh, in a vineyard uh, would be forbidden as Kila Kerem. Amar Avkinina and Rav Kinina says, My time at Rebbe Eliezer. What is Rebbe Eliezer's opinion? Shukain bar Aravia, Makayim in Kotsay Sadot le Gmalayim. It says because in uh, the, the Arab countries uh, they, they, they grow thorns uh, for the sake of their camels. So therefore, thorns, they, they need the thorns there. They're not like some kind of just weed and they you know, need to be uprooted and totally useless. No, the camels eat the thorns to help them with digestion or something like that. So therefore, uh, because camels, uh, because these thorns are grown as a type of crop, so uh, in Kilaya Kerim, uh, they are defined. It's, that's kind of normative practice. So even growing thorns in a vineyard would be a mixture of species would be defined as Kilayim. The same thing, uh, therefore, would be uh, the case of pomegranates because this person does it. Uh, it's considered normative behavior. The Gemara says, media area, you can't really compare these two things. Um, Atra, Hacha, you know, the, the Arab countries, it's a whole country, it's a whole district uh, over here. And therefore, uh, it's, it's considered significant. Sorry, in this case, there's just one individual, and surely this individual is, uh, thing should be nullified to the general consensus. Uh, most other people don't do uh, such a thing, they don't squeeze pomegranates, so this guy uh, is considered abnormal. Uh, therefore, we have to change our mind. We have the, the reason for Rav Kista, uh, the, what, what the reason for Rav Nachman saying it, could Rav Kista holds like Rav Kista? Because Rav Kista says, Chadin, if you have beets, uh, if you squeeze them out and put their juice inside a mikvah, porcelain, it's a mikvah. If they are uh, so red uh, that they would come and um, change the color of the water, the appearance of the water, now it looks red, uh, that is defined as messing it up. Uh, the mikveh is no longer kosher. Uh, it, it normally what we have, if you put in uh, maim shuvin, uh, three lugin of uh, maim shuvin, that would make the mikveh uh, no good, uh, you know, if it's less than the size. Uh, we hear, uh, you know, it, it doesn't really make a difference. If it does change the appearance uh, of the water, if it's enough to change appearance, that's no good. Uh, and the Gemara asks about that. Uh, you know, surely uh, these beetroots are not done for squeezing. Uh, it says, What do you have to say about that? You have uh, given them chashivot. You have given them importance. Uh, you've given it uh, a level of importance. You've kind of raised it to the level of a drink. So even though you don't squeeze them out, here yeah, you have squeezed them out uh, and uh, given it importance. And thereby the fact that you have squeezed it out, given it importance, then it messes up the mikvah. The same thing here. Hachanami, uh, what would you say? You have squeezed them out. Uh, you have squeezed it out and therefore uh, elevated it to the status of a liquid. Uh, and that's why it is forbidden on Shabbat.
That is uh, Rav Chista's uh, view. Uh, Rav Papa Amar, uh, Rav Papa says, follows Mishum, uh, He says, no, uh, the reason that it would, wouldn't be, uh, you know, in, in, in terms of, uh, uh, you know, the reason that Rav Chista uh, would say such a thing, he says, because no one makes a mikvah uh, with uh, beetroot juice uh, in the first uh, case, uh, you, know, you know, no one would ever do such a thing. Uh, and he says the principle is anything that you don't make a mikvah with uh, in, in the first thing in other words as Rashi brings on the uh, the bottom skinny line over there, uh, he says uh, the only thing that you'd be allowed to make mikvah with is water, snow, or ice. Uh, okay? Uh, if you don't make a mikvah with it, uh, then it messes it up, uh, even if it isn't a liquid. So it depends, you know, whether beetroot juice is a liquid, is not a liquid, etc. It doesn't make a difference, but it will mess up the, uh, the one thing is it says it is considered a liquid, therefore will mess up the liquid, uh, therefore will mess up the mikvah, Rav Papa says, no, uh, anything that you don't usually uh, make a mikvah with, uh, it will mess it up if it changes the color. All right, in any case, that... Uh uh, that, that brings a close to that. Right, Tanan Hatan, Nafal Lotocho Yain Ochomet. We learned in a Mishnah, Mishnah in Mikvaut, uh, if, if uh, wine or vinegar or Ochomet, uh, uh, this, uh, this kind of Mukhol, Vishina Mare, if anything that, uh, that, that comes, that gets squeezed out of an olive uh, and, and then falls into a, a mikvah and it changes the color of the mikvah, uh, uh, we're going to just prove that last point uh, in terms of anything that's not fit to come out uh, of, of uh, not fit to make a mikvah, uh, uh, then it, it will mess it up. We're just going to prove that point. And um, so this is the proof. Uh, if, if the wine, vinegar, or this, uh, this, this stuff, the water that comes out of olives, uh, we're going to see that there are going to be uh, different stages uh, of um, uh, the olive production. One is the first thing where just kind of a, a very uh, thin little liquid uh, comes out. That's not important. We're going to see uh, the second stage is where you, you press it a bit. Uh, then some oil comes out uh, with with, uh, with the liquid that you want that. And then the third stage where even after the pressing, you'd have to press it a lot more uh, in order to get uh, the thing out. We're going to see those three different uh, stages. All right. So we're talking here about uh, liquid that comes out of olives, which we'll define in a minute. Um, Mantana de Mochel de Mashkehu, and who says that Tana? Uh, it says if it falls into mikvah, uh, it, it makes it no, it, it will mess it up uh, if it changes the color. Uh, uh, you know, Mantana. So now we're looking for the Tana de Mochel Mashkehu, who says that uh, that this liquid that comes out of an olive uh, is. Um, is defined as a liquid. Uh, the, the juice that comes out of the olive is defined as a liquid per se. A mashke. Amarabayim. Rabbi Yaakov. He, he says it's Rabbi Yaakov. Detanya. Uh, Rabbi Yaakov. Amar. Rabbi Yaakov says mocha raisi kamashke. This liquid that comes out of the olive is defined as a liquid. Um, in terms of of uh, to my purposes, uh, there's another statement which is that uh, a something that comes out of an olive is uh, tahor. Uh, it says uh, that is talking about stage one uh, of uh, the thing that very um, you know a small amount of liquid or the one that has got no oil in uh, you prefer that not to have come out at all. Uh, you'd prefer that it comes out uh, than mixing and with the oil 
as well. It gives it a nice uh, consistency. Um, and uh, Rabbi Shimon, or my Rabbi Shimon says, listen, Mochel, uh, no, that the first discharge that comes out is not defined as a mashke. So then why would it be tame? He takes the opposite view and he says it's not a, not defined as liquid. So then why is it defined as tame at all? He says because uh, it, uh, it has to have little bits of oil that comes from the olives. Okay, so so really we're going to see that this is going to be called what's known as stage three, uh, as we said, that uh, the third stage which really come out after squeezing it. My so really what's the difference between uh, the two? In other words, we say the part that comes out at the beginning uh, won't make anything tame. Uh, the part that comes out at the end uh, will make something tame. So then, you know, what are they arguing about? Really what happens is the difference is the uh, where the olive oil comes, where, where, where a liquid comes out after you have pressed it as well. So that's the, you know, kind of stage two. According to Rabbi Yaakov, it is a liquid and makes a tummy. According to Rabbi Shimon, it's not a thing. A liquid and won't make things tame. Rava ama mishum davai davash and also the menu mikva posale to mikva bishinu mare. And then Rava says the reason uh, that it, it makes it mess it up, he says, is because uh, you're not allowed to make a, a mikva with it initially, and therefore, uh, if, you know. <coughs> Uh, it is uh, if you would put it in and make a mikvah of it, it would make it would change its appearance, uh, and uh, and therefore because you're not allowed to make a mikvah with it from the first place, it will mess it up. That's exactly what we're trying to prove, and that's the proof. Okay, uh, now back to Shabbos itself. I'm Rabbi Huda. I'm a Shmuel. Uh, Rabbi Huda said that Shmuel. Uh, he says as follows: uh, He says if you squeeze this class of grapes uh, into a pot, uh, and he says even grapes uh, you'd be allowed to squeeze because you're squeezing uh, onto you know a solid uh, onto a solid that is uh, just adding one food to the other. However, he um, uh, says to you're not allowed to squeeze it into an empty bowl. Uh, that is defined as uh, you know the, the squeezing of the liquid. That would be problematic because you're taking a solid, you're squeezing a liquid out for the liquid's sake. Amar uh, Rav Kista says from the words of our rabbi, uh, you know, the, uh, which we're obviously talking about Shmuel. We learn you could squeeze uh, goat milk uh, into a pot directly into a pot because uh, it really is um that's not defined as a, a normal way of uh, squeezing it out. Uh, it says, You couldn't squeeze it into a bowl. Uh, so it must be that he holds uh, food, liquid that comes straight into food is is not uh, food. Sorry, uh, liquid that comes straight into food is defined as food itself, is not defined as a liquid. Um, uh, and that's you know that, that's that's what we have over here. Uh, we are going to stop over here. It's a little bit mitzugia, but uh, you know if we carry on, we'll just go way into tomorrow's daf. So in the meantime, we'll leave it there. Everyone should have a great day.